Yeah, what 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 are y'all talking about? What do you mean? What are you what who are you? Ashley walks over and sits on his lap and just puts her finger to his lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand what's going on either. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, calm, Jeff, calm, calm down, Jeff. Remember, take take some deep breaths, Jeff. Remember, take some deep breaths in, slow, and out, slow, in through the nose, out through the mouth, right? Just, you know, relax. Think of your happy place, Jeff. Someone's currently in my happy place. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to the cat, or to the, I can't think of any words right now engineering i guess uh and position myself there i still want us to go into this place because i think there's something that happened that we need to see to maybe then decide what how to react but i want to be able to if i need to take over control and like get us out quickly or whatever the case may be so you want to go to the helm yes that's the word is it just that guy yes it is just that guy who uh Mm. sort of curtly nods at you as you uh, walk in, but pays you very little attention. He's a, a, a big chunk of dude wearing a striped shirt and a knit cap and pants of some kind. Alright. For, for the moment, I'm just going to watch, but I might eventually take him out if there's no one else around. But for now, I'm just going to chill. Okay. I'm uh, furiously typing text messages to Ashley and then deleting them because I, I, I'm not confident in what I want to say. So she looks at her phone. It's just going to have those three dots for like an hour. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Are, are you like letting filming commence on schedule or are you doing something else? Because Ollie, you're supposed to be on camera now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ollie is, again, uh, kind of over, you know, he's. Overacting is what he always does. So, um, Ali is uh, is trying to do the the best host he can based on the production notes. Uh, well, here we are. Here you see the site, uh, uh, the supposed site of the the ship that we're looking for. Uh, line the exactly like the you. flying line. Dutchman. Right, right. Let me, I'm, I'm going to take it from one. Uh, so here you see uh, the supposed site uh, where below us, thousands of fathoms below, lies the Flying Dutchman. All right, we'll take that one. <laughs> right, that's a break. <laughs> Coffee. All right, so uh filming goes on it takes uh, a while and the ship is growing steadily closer to that strange uh jig in the map i am uh, taking the, the the cover of filming to install pieces of mysterious e- equipment uh disguise as best I, I can or just uh, more bags in uh, strategic locations from which we can use them a little later on Okay, so you're you're making sure your goods are are hidden usefully uh-huh. around the ship. I would be happy to create an advantage with that. Um, oh, what was the name of the previous advantage? I didn't write it down. Duffel bag full of goodies is okay. what I called it. So I will let that the, uh, that one be, and uh, I would like to try to uh, to create an advantage. Uh, just uh, just what I need where I need it. Okay, I feel like 
it is important that you not get noticed while you're doing this, which makes me feel like it is a stealth kind of situation. Interesting. Uh, and if I had one of those, that would be awesome. But I do have very good notice, so I might notice when uh, it's a good opening. Oh, that is a stretch. I'll let you get away with it, but it would be significantly more difficult. All right. What? How difficult are we talking about? Uh, I'm going to say... There are a bunch of people on this ship. You can notice when... It would be hard to notice a point when none of them are looking. Make it a six. Okay. And if I go with stealth, what's my t- my target? i drop it down to a four. Um, okay. So I'll go for the, the notice, just waiting for okay. my opening. Uh, using the, uh, the action to cover. All right. So... Again, I am. Uh, I expect that I will have to uh, do a spend. On wait a minute, it's not logical because basically I would be spending fate points to be able to. Uh, the the big advantage is that I could, then I could uh, share those uh, those aspects with others. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a try, see how well I do, and decide whether it's okay. worth doing more. All right. And forfeit dice, roll them. Four blanks. That's creative. Which would put me at three out of six. Yeah, that is uh not gonna get you what you need. That is gonna that is gonna have someone notice you hiding something. Okay, so I'm just uh, then uh, I'm gonna take the failure, and I think I don't get a chance to place the the equipment. Yeah, you uh, you do not get a chance to place the equipment. Like as soon as you are attempting to hide a stash somewhere, um. Oh wait. Oh no, no! I'm gonna be meaner. I'm gonna be way meaner. Okay. Uh, you you hide your stash. You are confident. You don't notice a single uh-huh. person. Uh, putting uh um. Uh, uh, you don't notice a single person looking in your direction as you uh, hide some guns and goodies under various tables and nooks and crannies, which is why I'm making an aspect called Hidden Weapons, but I am giving myself the free invoke on that. That because sounds good. Someone or something definitely does see what's happening uh-huh. and is keeping an eye on you. While they're doing that, uh, Ashley's going to be watching. I think he said his name was Andy that touched the map. Andy, Andy Larson. She wants to see what he's doing, and especially when we get near the area. Excellent. Does he start doing any type of rituals or any gadgets he pulls out, anything like that? All right. So, yeah, you get Charles to point out which one of these people is Andy Larson. Uh, and he is some. Sort of small, scrawny guy who uh, uh, is wandering through the ship, uh, keeping an eye on other people. Um, In fact, go ahead and and I assume you want to watch him without being seen as well. Correct. Uh, This feels like stealth versus his ability to notice. Okay. 
That's a four. Uh, that is a success. That is a success with style. He got a zero. Oh. Uh, so you get, uh, in this case, uh, an, an, an overwhelming success. Um, he, does, he does not see you uh, as you sort of trail behind him uh, as he, he moves throughout the ship. Um, what you notice him doing is uh, he, he doesn't start performing a ritual exactly, but he does uh, on occasion meet with a few other members of the crew who um, some of them are, are members of the ship crew and some of them are members of the like filming crew. Not all of them, not even most of them, just uh, about three or four other folks on the ship. Andy sort of uh, purposefully strides up to them, uh, stands next to them, whispers a few words, and then moves on his way. Um, and he sort of repeats this process uh, several times as filming goes on, meeting with these same couple members of the crew, um, exchanging some words, and moving on. Okay. Uh, this would be a, a, enough for you to, you know, be able to recognize which are which are the ones that are his confidants. Okay. We are beginning to approach the uh, the mysterious leg of the journey. Are you going to let it happen, or are you going to step in the way? Well, I'm eager to see what's there that could shed some light as on the uh, the apocalypse to come. Also, I might learn more about this uh, science we understand so poorly. As we get closer, Ashley's going to point out to uh, Dr. and Ollie who Andy's confidants are. And we should, we should watch them and see what they do. Maybe we can figure out what the ritual is they're going to do. All right. Uh, because you have done that, I'm just going to delete that old nothing suspicious aspect that I was looking forward to invoking. <laughs> uh, but now, now there is suspicion. You know who to be uh, watching out for. As you get closer, those that small group uh, sort of breaks away from from everyone else and uh, begins sort of drifting to the stern, the back of the boat. <laughs> stern, stern. stern. <laughs> you say you say the back. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know the difference. Drifting to the back of the boat. Uh, and and sort of congregating together, uh, having words with one another. If only we had a stealthy person. Yeah, Ashley's gonna do her best to sneak. Oh, I got it. You said they're towards the back. What's the weather like? The weather is fair. It is uh, calm. It is a. Uh, uh, I mean, at this point, you know, you've been on sea for a while. It is morning. It is light. Uh, it is a beautiful day. I thought for sure you were about to say the weather started getting, getting rough. rough. The tiny <laughs> ship was tossed. Uh, okay. I think Chris was trying to give us an in for that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't. I didn't even think of it. So I had a totally different thought. Um, as they start congregating, Ashley's going to step up into the helm area. And she's got her, you know, black handbag that she always carries with her. And she looks over at Jeff. And says, hold this for me. And she takes off the, the clothes she's wearing. And she has a bikini on underneath. 
like as she hands them, they just the clothes she has just drop straight to the floor. Like I put my hand out, but I don't actually close my hand on them. And then she pulls out a little uh, wrap that goes around her waist, and she heads towards the back of the ship with some suntan lotion in her hand. And she's going to try to sneak up next to them that are talking and pretend like she's just sunbathing. Okay. <laughs> um. Poor Skipper's head's going to explode. Oh boy. I'm I'm trying to figure what what do I call that? Is that deceive? Deceive? She's trying to look sure. harmless. I don't know. Sure, I would. I will factor that under deceive uh does she indeed look harmless versus the uh the empathy the ability to read people of uh in this case andy larson which is really bad i should let you know (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's a I got up one total on the die, and I have two in deceive. So three. Okay, uh, that is a one for for Larson. So uh, I think they they glance they glance over in your direction. Oh yeah, they did. You know what? I would say it is weird how little <laughs> they seem to care. Not to not to be too uh, men, you know, but uh, it is it is unusual in your experience ashley how little the glance lingers of these uh of these folks who now that you are seeing them all in one place all together one thing that you can definitely notice about this group is that they are all very similar in sort of size and build and perhaps more unusually largeness of eyes these folks all look like they could be cousins of some sort. Close cousins. Close cousins. Uh, and they they glance at you, they don't really give you another thought, and they continue talking uh, quietly amongst themselves. And as you are watching, you aren't able to hear them perfectly, uh, but you can see that uh, Andy Larson has pulled what appears to be a, a conch shell uh, out of a little satchel he was carrying with him, uh, and the others are all just sort of putting their hands on it together, uh, kind of carefully to make sure that, in as un- unsuspicious a way as possible, they are between the shell and you. And they begin whispering quietly. So I want to take just a quick step back. When Ashley changed into her bikini or disrobed her bikini, did the other like the captain, did he also ignore her, or was he? He all like he glanced back and just looked, looked forward at the all sea. Right, there's again. something wrong with this dude. <laughs> I am watching close. I'm not till after Ashley leaves. <laughs> then I'm going to watch you. I'm really close. All right, <laughs> Ashley. They're doing something with a conch shell. It's probably great. It's probably normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the doctor knows science. I know the eldritch stuff. Is there anything I know, any kind of ritual or anything out of one of the tomes I've stolen that might tell me what they would be doing with the conch shell? Oh, super good question. Give me... Actually, I'm just going to give this to you because uh, you you have dealt with uh, uh, cults who want you dead before, and you have dealt with the esoteric order of Dagon, as we have established. Uh, and it is not uncommon for them to record rituals 
or essential spells on shells and whatnot. Um, the sort of internal story is that the rituals wash up on shore gifts from Mother Hydra at the bottom of the ocean, who inscribes them on shells and lets them drift in the water to be collected. Whether that is actually true, or they just say that after they, like, scribe it on with a knife, who's to say? Okay. Ashley's, you know, she brought her phone with her, and she's going to text message the other three. Has spell getting ready to blow his own horn, get ready for it to happen. That was a little cryptic, but all right. I think, uh, did you tell us, uh, do we know where you are? Since Oh, you you very publicly headed uh, towards the back, right? Yeah, I and mean, she's out on the back deck of the ship. I'll start moving in that direction to respond. I feel like Ollie and part of the film crew are probably still at like the the bow of the boat where he's kind of like got with the whole leg up on the uh, leg up on a crate, like kind of overlooking the water and pointing off like like with some kind of purpose uh, toward a destination that makes no sense to him. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I think I'm going to shift into conflict mode now because stuff is about to happen. So, you know, fight scene, essentially. We are going to... Start with uh, you, Skipper, because you are standing in the helm, gazing at the route ahead. What you see is that well off in the distance, uh, the water has started to swirl. Like there is a a whirlpool forming uh, in front and the ship is heading directly towards it. All right, so so this is the point where I'm going to try to take control of the helm. And you said that this other guy's kind of a big dude too, right? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so I want to invoke one of my aspects, if I'm doing this right. Um, one of my aspects is, yes, I have my own harpoon, <laughs> which, which I'm going to read into that I'm packing. Like, I have my own weapons. Yeah, you, I mean, you don't even have to spend a, a fate point to invoke it. That aspect okay. is true. You have your own harpoon. Okay, so I'm going to draw my harpoon and threaten the current captain away from the helm. And then I'm not going to steer completely away from it because we want to see what's happening, but I want to keep us from going directly toward it. So I'm going to, like, have the harpoon gun on him and... And like trying to turn the wheel with one hand going back and forth. Okay. Did the skipper pack the harpoon in the duffel bag full of paper towels? <laughs> you know, it's, sometimes it's better not to ask those questions. <laughs> Is this the pocket dimension harpoon? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I have I'm I have an oversized shirt, so it was. You know. Does he pull it out of his hat? Does he take the <laughs> white hat off and like? Hey, pull we've the established out of it? we have uh, bags of equipment, so. <laughs> that's true. Yes. That's true. All right, so uh, we are in, we are now, like, officially this is about to become a conflict, so you get uh, one action, Skipper, and then you will essentially pick who goes next in this scene. Okay. So it seems like you are trying to provoke this, uh, uh, this whoever is at the helm, to get out of your way to, so you can right. take over. Yeah, at this point I'm just trying to threaten them so that I can take over. I don't actually want to hurt them if I don't have to. Sounds good. In which case, this is uh, versus uh, your provoke versus his will to just okay. not mind getting potentially stabbed with a harpoon. All right. Oh, that's a negative three on the dice. 
So oh I will spend I will spend one of my fate points to re-roll. I will invoke. Yes, I have my own harpoon. Yeah, I you have, do. <laughs> I have a harpoon in the guy's face. Uh, and that time it's a negative one, which gives me a total of one. Okay. Uh, this guy actually rolled a negative one for his will because he's <laughs> not as tough as you'd think, um, despite being buff. So he gets out of the way. You know, he, you show Harpoon to him, and he steps back, and you get the uh, you get the aspect, which is Skipper at the wheel. You are now in charge of the boat, and you have one free invoke on that. And who do you want to uh, act next? This is Popcorn Initiative, so it is the four of you. There is the fella at the helm. There is Andy Larson, and there are you know, his crew. Well, so I'm, I'm going to start turning the boat, which probably will be noticeable. I mean, it's not like, gonna, like, like a speedboat, but mm-hmm. it probably they should realize pretty quickly that we've started going off course. So I want Andy to go next because I want to see what their reaction is. Okay. I like that. So Andy at the uh, still focus on his ritual, sort of his head pops up as he realizes this boat is uh, shifting. Uh, and what he does is, uh, and this is loud enough that Ashley can hear it. He tells the others to keep going, and he starts running off in your uh, in your direction. Um, as far as the sort of mental map of this uh, of this space, I would say that there is the helm, there is the back of the boat, and there is the space in between. Uh, are the sort of three zones that are active right now? The F deck, the main deck, and the four deck. <laughs> yeah, we can use fancy ship terms. <laughs> uh, so he is uh, Andy is going to run to the helm since he has to pass through the hole of the boat to get there. He doesn't get an action when he gets there, but he uh, does come in and see you and like as soon as he sees that his his fella is not at the wheel. He hisses a sort of angry guttural and uh, he decides that it is going to be Ollie who goes next. And I just like to point out where I'm turning port. You're pouring some port. Got it. (laughs) Hard to port. That's that's left. That's left. I know left is port. Uh, Ollie, what do you do? Uh, Well, at the sudden... Uh, Ali probably loses his footing for just a second with the sudden directional change that's happening with the boat. All right, all right, everybody, everybody, stay calm. I'll go check the helm, see what's going on. Uh, you know, I, you know that seemed a bit sudden, right? But uh, but it'll be fine. And he kind of like tries to do his best to uh, calm everybody at the front of the boat uh, to keep them from overreacting. Uh, while he assumes whatever's happening is being caused by his compatriots. Okay. Would you like a uh, Would you like a rapport roll for that? Sure. How would you like to How would you like to work that within the conflict? That could be a create an advantage. Yeah, it's a create an advantage with right. rapport. It's it'll be relatively okay. easy. Uh, a two to beat. 
Well, I guess I'll use confidence as everything once again. It is uh, everything. Since I, 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 it is everything. It really, for Ollie, it is one hundred percent everything. Uh, so again, I can use my rapport score instead of deceive to create an advantage by blustering or fast talking an NPC. All right. So I will roll my dice. Uh, my rapport is a four, so I automatically beat a two. Do I need to roll anything? Uh, I mean, you could roll four negatives. Okay, so let's. If the chance exists. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I, you know, apparently this application uh, wants me to roll negatives or at least ties. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens here. Yeah, poor negative one. So I got a three. <laughs> that is a success. So I still beat. I still get a success. Uh, I'm making an aspect. It's called, this is normal. And the crew is <laughs> unconcerned. The human part of the crew, at least. All right, actually, so actually, we're, we're turning a bit here, starboard. But as you can see, the sun's highlighting me very well. Let's let's take a couple seconds here to get a couple of uh, again B-roll shots of me just looking out over the water, right, looking into the distance, the far distance, uh, into whatever direction we're going. So you know, if we could set up over here, you know, if I could get a little bit of a makeup, I could use a little, you know, a little little blush here. Yeah. All right. A little powder, maybe tone down the shine on my head. So, you know, There's, no one actually says it, but you say, oh, should I take off my shirt? That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and the crew is totally distracted now. Yes. Nice. Uh, Ollie, who do you want to go next? He do, uh, Ollie does the slow, like the slow pull up of the shirt, the, the blue, the blue captain's shirt. Right. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, let's go with, uh, you know, since we have someone. Uh, who's created quite a distraction. Let's see what uh, Helen is up to. I mean, Ashley. <laughs> nice. Uh, the guys that Andy left back there, they're still trying to do the ritual? They're still doing a ritual of some kind, yeah. Do yes. they still have the conch shell? They absolutely do. How f- They're not... Ollie and the rest of the crew aren't very far away, are What's they? What's a decent-sized boat? So if you're in the stern, we're at the bow. Okay. I can't, and well, again, we've got the skipper, Lance is up in the helm, and I'm not sure where the dock mm-hmm. is. I had started uh, making my way towards uh, Ashley when she texted us the, the news. All right, so yeah, we can say that you are within easy range of that. You can, you might even be able to see what's going on if you are heading that way. Right. Well, all the hard work Ollie did is about to be undone, because Ashley comes running up to Ollie looking as frantic as she can. They're in the back. They've got some shell. They're going to make a noise and and alert the pirates. They're going to come and invade us. Quick, go stop them. She's trying to get them all to go on the back and stop the ritual. Pirates? Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is, you are deceiving them. But if Ollie is there to say bloody hell, I'll give you a plus one for his assistance. (laughs) Why not? Uh, And see if you can beat a three. Well, my dice like me as much as Mike's do. Uh, So I'm going to spend a... uh, Because I got three negatives on the dice. My experience with fate dice so far has led me to believe that there's a reason that fate points exist. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is part of how it works. In fact, it's key. It certainly feels like a mechanic that was well thought out and planned. (laughs) I mean, 100% like... 
we need to have these points because the dice will hardly ever work in the well, also because, but well, on average, they're not going to do anything for you, right? They're going to be a zero. <laughs> so this is a way to uh, to give power to your narrative actions. I completely believe you, uh, Sophie, because I mean, I'm just saying my anecdotal <laughs> evidence says that the fate dice don't like that's me. That's right. And will not roll positive numbers. But you guys have done a lot more testing than <laughs> I have, so I mean, I totally believe you that this these dice are much better at averaging to nothing. <laughs> Equally, uh, anecdotally, <laughs> no dice uh, size uh, likes me, so... <laughs> okay. All right, I will spend one and re-roll it then. Much better. That's a plus two. So that's going to be a four total. A four. That will do it. That is, an, that is enough to convince these uh, these members of the crew that, okay, they're calling pirates... On a shell, which is unusual, <laughs> but why not? I, did you see that in the notes? I didn't read that in the notes. <laughs> uh, in response to that, they do turn, and I don't think, like, they don't all hustle back there, because they're not all heroes, but at least a couple of them do uh, run back to begin disrupting the uh, the group back there. Um, Noel, you, since you are sort of in view, you can see, uh, like three or four, uh, members of the crew start butting up against these, uh, these folks holding their conch shell. Wow. Ashley, who do you want to act next? Uh, we'll have Dr. Schwartz go next. Hmm. We're going to have a bunch of bad guys acting up, uh, <laughs> acting all in a, in a row. All right. For, uh, first, I uh, scanned the horizon in the direction they had tried to take us to. Mm-hmm. Anything going on there? There was some swirling. There is some swirling. The swirling has only gotten bigger. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a little hard to see from where you are, but the kind of the impression you get is of a, a hole forming in the water. Okay. Um... I'm going to uh, use my. They've got the, somebody's got the the ritual thing uh, under control or will. I'm going to use my action to create an advantage to prepare better. I'm I'm a great believer in preparation. That's you know I'm a scientist. You don't just go half cocked. And speaking of cocking, uh, <laughs> I will uh, set up this just massive as close to olympic caliber uh, as uh, or or championship uh, world championship as you could get crossbow and uh, start setting it up, uh, setting it up on a tripod and braced and uh, setting up some mysterious uh, packets at hand clearly i'm i'm getting ready to lob things with it Okay. Has Dr. Schwartz just, like, set up a ballista on the deck of this ship? <laughs> to quote a coin of phrase? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, give me some crafts, Doctor. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and I, I think this it. time my... Uh, oh, I forgot I had a plus, uh, a plus four to investigate earlier. That would have made a difference. Anyhow, I have uh, the make to last when Noel successfully uses craft to create an advantage by making a weapon or trap. The resulting aspect gets an extra free invoke. If I succeed. 
if you succeed. Uh, no one is actively opposing you right now, so it's really just of two. Okay. How easily can you set this up on a rocking boat? All right. Yeah, there's some brouhaha. So, uh, let us roll four fate dice. Um, two minuses and two pluses. So, once again, drop dead average. All right. So that gives you, what? what is your craft? My craft is a three. Three. Okay, that is a success. Uh, and you get an extra free invoke on your ad hoc ballista. So I get two uh, two invokes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and there are a couple people who have not acted yet. That would be the helmsman and the, uh, I, I'm just going to call them the cultists at the back of the boat. That sounds like a good name for them. Uh, who do you want to act next? Uh, cultists, please. Cultists. Okay. Um, the cultists are going to struggle to continue performing this ritual. They are not really fighting off the crew. They are just trying to uh, use their sheer willpower to not let themselves get uh, disrupted. And they are. They are just holding on to this conch shell as best they can continuing to intone. At this point, they have stopped trying to be quiet. They are getting louder and faster. Captain, since you are the one who can see out the front most easily, you can see that this whirlpool is still expanding, and it is expanding quickly, such that even as you are turning, it is expanding in the general direction that you are headed. The hole is catching up to you. Oh! Uh, and that leaves the helmsman, uh, big honkin' helmsman, is going to, he is going to actually make an attack. Uh, Captain, I hate to be the bearer of bad <laughs> news, but despite having uh, knocked him away with a, uh, uh, a harpoon, this big guy is now going to dive for you uh, to try and knock you away from the wheel. And he has rolled a five, I'm sorry, a four. Uh, with his fight. Oh, jeez. How do you defend yourself? Well, I have a four in physique, so could I just, like, take the punch but not relinquish the wheel? Ooh. Sure. I'll let you get away with that. Okay. Or at least that's my attempt. I mean, I guess I still have to, like, roll to try to meet his five, but... Does that work? So, yeah. so basically, I'm just, like... Since mostly he's trying to shove you away, it's you staying in place. Yes. I'm I'm not relanding my, or releasing my ground. Uh, all right, that's a two total on the dice, four physique that gives me a six. That is a six. You are holding on. Uh, he is uh, not able to drag you away, but he is distracting you, and he gets to pick who goes first in the next round. Uh, and he is, of course, going with Andy, with Andy, who's right there, also looking at you. And Andy is also going to attack you. And he is not going to horse around with pulling you away from the wheel. Uh, he is going to... He is going to shoot you with a gun. <laughs> In fact, he is going to stride over to one of the hidden caches that Noelle thought she was so clever. Uh, when she uh, uh, tucked away, he is going to grab that, uh, that hidden weapon. Uh, and he is going to... Uh, attempt gamely to shoot you, Skipper. Uh, in going, uh, invoking this hidden weapon, free invoke. 
uh, taking his total up to a seven. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... And just to... You will not be able to resist this one with physique. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I have an idea. Again, you can you can kibosh this. What if I just, like, threw the ship in reverse immediately and, like, just try to, like, disrupt, like, we stand there and just hardcore, full reverse, everybody goes sliding forward as fast as they can? Are you proposing that you defend yourself with driving? <laughs> yes! Yes, I am! That's exactly what I'm doing. Roll those bones. Can we make the boat into a ram yet? <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> All right, so that's a terrible roll. Uh, negative two on the dice. Uh, I have a three drive, so it's still going to be hard for me to get there. So I guess I'm going to invoke for a re-roll uh, because I am a charmingly irrescible semi-retired crab fisherman. Uh, crab fishermen sometimes throw the boat in reverse. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Oh, nope. Come on. Oh. It's even on the dice, so uh, total of three. Okay, so uh, he has attacked you for seven. You have defended with three. That means you are taking four points of physical stress. Uh, so you have four boxes. I believe you have... No, you have more have than that. You have five. six boxes of physical stress, right? Uh, I have six boxes. Five of them are filled in for physical, like colored in. Okay, then yes. Uh, you can... Uh, Check off four of those boxes, uh, or you can take a consequence if you don't want to use up all of your stress right away. I'll do a two and then a two-point consequence. Okay. And what is the consequence you're taking? I've been shot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about you've been grazed? All right. Okay, you have been grazed, uh, but you are still holding on to the wheel. Gotcha. Um. And let's just have you take the next turn, because everyone is on top of you right now. All right. So I am going to fire my harpoon at Andy. Uh, I have a stunt from Hell's Heart. I stab at thee. If I take consequence or damage during a combat, I get bonuses against them. Oh, yes, you do. Uh, Uh, So I assume this is shoot. Shoot, yeah. Shoot him. Huh, flat on the dice, I have a two shoot and a plus two for the stunts, so I have a four. All right, he is going to try and dodge away, and he got a zero. Oh. Take that in the face, Andy. <laughs> he does. He also takes uh, four stress in the face. Mm, but he'll be okay for a little while yet. Uh, in in fact, he now just has like a harpoon emerging from his chest. <laughs> he literally has a harpoon sticking out of him. Uh, and he just looks angry about it. <laughs> uh, who do you want to act next, Skipper? Well, uh, the the doc or professor is the one with the ballista. So let's. Uh, well, who was on the way to me? Wasn't there someone running also towards the? I uh, I think calm? Ollie was moving in your general direction. All right, as much as I hate to have Ollie help me, uh, I'm going to have Ollie help me because I'm two to one and I've been shot. Well, so Ollie was on his way, but Ollie was stopped by Ashley. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. At the at the helm of the, or at the uh, the bow of the boat. All right, so I, I'll go with Professor. Professor. Uh, well, I've uh, set up my, my ballista real good, so I'll now uh, reach into... Uh, uh, the bag I have with me, and uh, 
pull out a, uh, a, a good-sized weapon. Let's say, what, a sort-of shotgun? And <laughs> as close uh, uh, to point-blank as I can, and uh, I will uh, shoot uh, at Mr. Harpoon Guy. Not the one that throws them, the one that's got one stuck in the middle. <laughs> okay, you're going to shoot it at Andy. That is Andy, okay. I wasn't sure if it was... Yes. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, unfortunately... <laughs> wait, let, let me uh, think about that. It may not be very good because I'm not good at fighting or shooting. Yeah, but you have a lot of uh, <laughs> in-folks at your disposal That's for your ballista so right. and your duffel bag. <laughs> Could you, Would you uh, buy a modifier uh, uh, up or down for my academics trying to hit uh, a nerve ganglion? <laughs> what? Ooh, damn! <gasps> so wait, you're, are you proposing using your academics for this shot to... to- <laughs> Precisely calculate the exact spot to hit? I think that uh, that would make it an extremely high uh, target but, uh, target number. But on the other hand, I'm, I'm thinking maybe the, this academics might give me... Uh, my, uh, it's rare that we use modifiers uh, on, directly on, on, the, on the target like that, but drop it by one, maybe? Oh. Here's... Here's what I'm going to do. Here, here is the, the proposal I'm going to uh, offer. I like the, the sound of resignation <laughs> in your voice with that a little bit, Ed. Because uh, I love <sighs> making things work, even if they are ridiculous Me ideas. Uh, and this is definitely... Well, I'm mean, still going to do it. Even if, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to weasel out a, a little advantage here, a little edge. I think... The trade-off I'm going to offer is that you can use your academics to fire on Andy, uh, and he is only going to be able to defend himself with notice, which is terrible. Mm. But, but, because it will take you so long to line up this shot, one of these cultists is going to get an, uh, like a, a free attack on you right afterwards. Okay, that sounds fair. Okay. And painful, too. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, so, you... <laughs> Make make your beautiful nerve ganglion shot, and let's see if he can see this coming. Okay. Pro tip: he cannot because he just rolled three not three minuses. Okay. <laughs> so this is going to be the time where I roll four minuses, right? Because that's how that that goes. Uh, no, I roll another uh, two blanks, one minus, one plus. So my academics is four. That's uh. All right. Yeah. His his total is uh negative. Two. Okay, and it's that subtle. I said a, sh- a sort of shotgun, so you know it. It probably hits a, a lot of ganglia. <laughs> it hits plenty of ganglia. So that is what six, six points of stress. I'm just gonna go ahead and give him the severe consequence. I'm going to call it "ow my ganglia." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize. 
but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.